Gotta walk this dog. It's pissed. I have fun with this stupid dog that I hate. yourself as the dog's single parent. Pretty much, because my wife's always at work, so it's just me and the dog. Ah! But she's, like, into me. It's weird. They, they, they make Lifetime movies about this single father, adopted daughter. Suddenly you she's know, like... The, the, I bet your wife only got the puppy so that you'd have someone to keep you busy and she wouldn't have to be around so much. So she could oh. focus more on work. <laughs> I tell you what, I would love a movie. One of those yeah. family films about a single father struggling with a relationship with his daughter, but it is a dog. <laughs> That's my life. He still, he still treats it like a daughter, like, like it's got girl problems, you know, who take it to see Twilight and all this kind of stuff. And talk confused to it about boys. Confused about boys. Um, he'll, you know, we'll all laugh along, but in a gentle way, while he explains to the dog about periods. <laughs> that well, the right there is a, a Willem dog. Dafoe movie pitch. Dog daughter. <laughs> the, the problem is a dog will just put its nose in your butthole <laughs> at any time, or just I mean, well, it's she no just different from what I foot. usually try and do to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but this dog is... Uh, it, this dog I, is I, succeeding. That's the thing. I need to start getting some tips off this dog. I need to, I need to follow this That's dog. one advantage the dog has over a real daughter. She's scratching and shoving her nose into my butt right now. Luckily, I'm wearing pants. Biting my butt right now. Jesus Christ. See, straight away, my mind formulates a plan where I kidnap the dog, shave its fur off, stick the fur to myself... And then <laughs> implant myself into uh, Holmes's home environment, where I will take the place of the dog, so I can scratch and sniff your bum. <laughs> she does it so nonchalantly too, just like it's not that weird, but it's totally weird. Actually, that would give me away because there's no way I could nonchalantly be near your ass at all. I'm excited to occupy the same room as your <laughs> anus. <laughs> Just knowing it's there. Um, I got very giddy in the press room at E3 because I couldn't concentrate on my work because I was just thinking to myself, I'm in the room with Holmes's asshole. There's no escaping that fact. That's happened, and it will happen again. That's, uh, yeah, I, I feel a, a certain pressure to have my butt That's be good. That's not the pressure you'll be feeling. Talking about no escaping against your... That's an interesting turn of phrase. No escaping that hmm. from that it's going to happen. It's it, I just thought I'd point out that that's a, an interesting choice of words on your part, Jim. Do you I'm have the cage built? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of if I if I had my choice of how mm -hmm. to keep Jonathan Holmes, if I was ever asked, um, I would go with a Silence of the Lamb style pit. Oh, it was like a well almost. Yeah, yeah, in my kitchen. So I'd have to, it'd be really inconvenient for me if I'm trying to cook an omelette. Because <laughs> it'd be a giant hole. Like to get a, round, a, a yeah. Foot hole. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there'd be no room. There'd, be, there'd only be vague outskirts near the fridge and the oven and the dishwasher. 
um, I'd have to like Nathan Drake it around the kitchen uh, <laughs> while you're down there. And even if you're asleep, I'll still be shouting things. You spoke a fucking lotion in the bathroom! <laughs> um, just for my own amusement. Uh, well, and yeah, I'll buy a little like... white dog so I can go, You all know what pain is! And I'll do that 23 hours of the day. That sounds good for you. <laughs> I'll be in the hole the whole time. <laughs> You're yeah. like, it'll be hard for me to make omelets because my friend will be trapped in a hole in my... Did you notice that I'm trapped in a hole? <laughs> what, what omelets am I going to get? I'll, I'll, I'm sad for me. I'll Thinking scrape, about myself for a change. I'll scrape some scraps off the plate down there into the pit, into the kitchen pit. Yeah? It's a yeah. good installment. I think it'll up the resale value of the house. It's like we have a full kitchen set, two bathrooms... Hello? Hello? Oh, you're still here. Jonathan is gone. Oh, fantastic. Oh, and I was trying to sell him on the idea of keeping him in a pit. Oh, that's a shame. He said he had to restart his computer three times before coming on. Um, something tells me Jonathan might have computer problems again. He, is this is a brand... How does this... It's like the man just... There's this field that surrounds Jonathan Holmes, and electronics that stay within this field for a lengthy period of time just seem to degrade faster than yeah. anywhere else. He's a walking EMP field, ostensibly. It's just amazing, unless it's manufactured by Nintendo. <laughs> True. <laughs> His Nintendo stuff never seems to fail, but all of his other consoles and his computers and... Wow, it's just amazing. I think it's, it's complex technology. Mm -hmm. Anything too complex and it can't deal with whatever radiation he's giving off. Simple stuff like Wii's and DS's and, well, those little ticky bead things that they have in mass abacuses, that's it. They do fine. Actually, an abacus might fall apart in his hands, but a Wii will be fine. Yeah, a Wii will be totally fine. <laughs> um, he's... Oh, he's gone far away. Um, well, I guess, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Podsoid anyway. Um, if you've just joined us, we've talked so far about Jonathan Holmes' anus and keeping Jonathan Holmes in a kitchen pit. Uh, he is gone now. Um, not not because I said anything. Um, it just I think his computer broke again, um, and I'm literally treading water as I try and let the time pass before he can turn up again. Um, oh God, have you played anything this week, Conrad? I'm totally lost without him here. But I, I, <laughs> I think we talk about video games sometimes. Um, sometimes sometimes yeah. we do. Um, let's see. Well, I, I played Symphony um, a bit. I mean, I've got a review of that. That's like written, and I just need to proofread it and, and get it up on the site. And that's kind of an interesting little PC music game. Yeah, it, it analyzes your music tracks from your computer and then generates the waves of enemies based upon that. Ah. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's alright. I mean, I'm not, like, super pumped up about it. It's kind of really bad UI. Um, it, if you have a large song collection... You know, a large music collection, and I don't anymore, blessedly, because it would just be unnavigable here. Uh, it can read metadata from, you know, MP3 tracks and so forth, so you can get artist and album looks if that stuff is tagged, 
but uh, it also and it does you know every other audio format that seems to be popular for the purposes of music, and all of that stuff just winds up in a big old list of file names. Hmm. That's and then good. you can and then you can see three tracks at a time as you scroll endlessly through lists. So that's frustrating. But when you're playing the game, it's really fun. In a mindless sort of, I'm going to blow shit up and listen to music. It, it's a it's a good complement visually to music. Uh, I played a similar game. It was a shooter and it used your music. I can't remember what it was called. It's on Steam. Um, I can't remember what it was called. It sounds very similar. Um, and then, of course... Beat Hazard, maybe? Beat Hazard. I think that was it, yeah. Um, always interested about that kind of stuff. I never feel... I never feel the music has that much of an influence on it. It must do under the hood, but I don't know. I I guess it's difficult to make it really in tune with the music. The way this one does it, the waves of enemies tend to move in on beats, you know, like much like you would imagine comes from a a Winamp visualization, you know, pushing out at the borders and, and so forth. But when the music accelerates tempo or gets more complex has more elements in it it gets uh the game gets faster and the the screen turns red which is really interesting because enemy ordinance is also red and it becomes very difficult to pick out enemy fire in amongst the fact that they're all moving much faster and there's usually more of them at these points and so it it gets hectic um and and that part of it is is kind of interesting and works well with the music stuff but on the whole um it's it's really difficult to make that impressive I think. Whoa, what are you talking about? What? Uh, while you were gone, we were talking about video games. Uh, but now I'm that sorry. you're back, um, <laughs> I've got a bit of a, I've got a, well, I've got a bit of a bone to pick with you, actually, Jonathan. Um, oh, no, I know what I do. I wanted to talk to you the, about this at the beginning of the, the show, but, mate, John, mm-hmm. I'm saying this as a friend. Yep. It's looking, it's starting to look really bad for you, so if you could just, you don't even have to make a big deal of it, if you could just let Pussy Riot go, just let them out, just get it done, under the table, I won't make a big deal of it, you know, the Guardian won't make a big deal of it, just, dude, come on. Me? I didn't, what did I have to do with that? Free Pussy Riot, Jonathan Holmes. I I would. Get it done. You're the I'm man. I'm not the rush judge. I'm not the jury. And while you're at it, well, w- yeah. on the same day we find out that you've banned gay pride marches for the next hundred years. What? I. Well, that's exactly my reaction. Why is Jonathan Holmes doing this? Like, first he locks up Pussy Riot, who were doing nothing really that bad, and then bans hooliganism. Yeah. We've all mm. hooliganized over the years. And not letting gay pride marches happen for another hundred years. People are getting really pissed off at you. They're calling you... They're Who calling, said I did these things? I didn't do any... I'm just Who saying... Who told you I did that? They're calling you what? draconian? Jonathan? <laughs> Who are, medieval? Who is, Who is they? Who would... Is that what they're saying about the media? The media, the Twitter. You only have to put in hashtag pussy riot and they can see. Like, you know, they're talking about you. <laughs> I wish they I wish they wouldn't. That was uh the the judge, the Russian judge lady and Putin. Putin could pardon them. Maybe that's all maybe it's all Putin's plan to pardon them later and look good. But you're telling me you're not Putin. <laughs> I'm not. Vladimir what? Putin? Vladimir no. I thought that was what you did. Like when you weren't <laughs> writing on Disruptoid, I thought you were Vladimir Putin. No, he's the uh, he's a handsome oh, gentleman, full head of hair, 
um, Russian. A lot of differences between me and uh, Putin. What a great name, though. It's a fantastic name. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, don't worry. Jonathan Holmes isn't Vladimir Putin, um, the Tsar of Russia, uh, as some of us have erroneously believed for about five years. Um, Wow. So I'm sorry sorry to the real Vladimir Putin (laughs) for that mix-up. I've been giving the wrong man credit for all of his work. Not all of it fine. You know, not all of it good, but okay. Oh, that's good because I thought I'd have to stop being your friend. I I would be pretty bad at Putin too. Um, think about how mad Putin would be if <laughs> he, just he keeps knew. Putin. I know it's fun, isn't it? Yeah. There should be a Mario villain named Putin, just like a little farting plant or something. The Putin, anyway. It uh, because he would hate the show, Putin. Probably, hate yeah. Yeah, Hula, talk about hooliganism. Hooliganism? Talk about, uh, you know, uh, saying that Christianity isn't always that great. I guess that's what he was mad at the riot for, the pussy riot, because they were like, Christianity, not always that great. Well, he's, he's, like, a, he's just yeah. a very, very serious kind of thuggish guy. Uh, I read a really fascinating book uh, on Putin um, and how he came to power, um, I guess, late last year. Dude's scary. Like he just terrifies me in general, and the you know, and it, it, it's so unfortunate. Like they, they're that country just kind of wound up right back where they started with their whole. Yeah. Mm. And he movie. looks like a supervillain as well. He really does. He looks villainous. You could imagine them taking off like Mysterio's fishbowl, and he's underneath. I'd like to see <laughs> Daniel Craig portray him in a movie. Actually, mm. Mm. handsome Putin. That'd be I'd like to see a good-looking guy. Putin's I'd like to see Willem Dafoe guy. play Putin as a dragon. Who? Willem Dafoe playing Putin as a dragon. <laughs> Who would they fight against? Knights and warriors and no, and stuff. N- no other dragons. No, um, Brendan Fraser. Oh, just a just, <laughs> just a man. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> just, I'm I'm the Tsar of Russia. I'm the Tsar of Russia, and I'm gonna fight Brendan Fraser. Because he stands against everything I believe in! Wouldn't you just kill him immediately? Who? Brendan Fraser. No. They'd fight for an hour. <laughs> just fist fight? Yeah, Brendan Fraser would grow, like, massive legs. Oh, that, Like, like the size of two skyscrapers. Two giant spindly legs. But the rest of them is regular size? The rest of them is normal. But he's got a knife. <laughs> Look out, he's got a knife. <laughs> oh, he's That's got a knife. That's a knife. That's yeah. Hogan's riding on his back. With <laughs> Who is Paul, Paul Hogan. Oh, good old Paul Hogan. He's on Brendan Fraser's back, piggybacking. He's got a whip, um, which I've given to him only on the basis that his hat makes me think of Indiana Jones. So... <laughs> And, and they're calling themselves Voltron. That's the thing. Um, they're the new Voltron? Paul Hogan on, on, a, on a long-legged Brendan Fraser is oh, Voltron. Creepy. They're the new Voltron. And How would the legs even bend? I'm Voltron. Mean... <laughs> now I'm going to whip you with my whip. 
So how would he walk? I mean, long legs is uh, it's good in theory, but in, in practice it doesn't really work because yeah, the knee is like so far down, so you have to bend legs. the knee. Three long three legs. Three long legs. Oh, in that case, it would work fine. It's like yeah. the Martian tripods from War of the Worlds. <laughs> That's what they, it, they call them, Voltron Martian tripod. That's the full name of, of this beast. Voltron Martian tripod. Voltron Martian tripod. Um, and Willem Dafoe's like, Voltron Martian tripod! My <laughs> oldest enemy! Is it just a dragon? Does he have Willem Dafoe's face? Or is it just dragon oh, face? Definitely. It's kind oh, of, of course. Yeah, it's, it's a dragon, but with Willem Dafoe's face, like, um, CGI, obviously. Just like... Mm. This long forked tongue slicking oh, out of it. forked tongue. With Danny DeVito's head on the end of the tongue. <laughs> Ah, very Jabberwocky-like. That could be uh, yeah. that could be nice to look at. Who? Are, what's that squeaking sound that's happening? Are you guys squeaking? No, that's I... um, it's a truck that reverses about the same time outside Conrad's place. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, is that I, right, Conrad? It, huh. Yeah. Yeah, we get it once an episode. It's no big deal. No, no, no I don't. Mind. I like it actually. Sounds good. I think it lets people like know that. There's a there's a world out there. It's what I get yeah. for living in an, a in a thriving urban center. Is that where you live, Conrad? In a thriving place? Well, I mean, it's pretty active. I, I do live in. Did you not hear the downtown kind of area? It's not like a suburb, so you know we get trucks. There's businesses all around me, and it's very retail residential. Oh, gives you a nice sense of place. And you're in a drought, right, Conrad? You're in the midst uh, of a drought. I just know that it's ridiculously hot. Just uh, absurd. I, and, you know, I came from Arizona, so th- that sounds dumb to say. You know, you leave a place that it's 120 degrees today, and then you come here, and it's like 98, and I'm bitching. But the humidity does make a difference, and I have no air conditioning here. Right. So, air and I'm surrounded. Culture in Arizona. Yeah. I'm surrounded by monitors and game consoles and and computers, all of which have to be running all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Man. I can't. I can't turn it off. That would be the, some kind of law against that. So, uh, yeah, it's a little warm in here today. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, right. I, hope, I hope it cools off. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys want to? There was video game stuff that happened. I'm excited as always to hear what you guys think of it all. Did you? Did I miss it already? Though you were talking about screen turns red, Conrad, and then you, the to the music, the enemies attack, or what game were you even talking about? And something about dancing? No, Coins? no, no dancing. It's a uh, no. Not, well, that's I can't talk about that. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I can't talk about that other thing. I can talk okay. about. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, what, that's what I when you came back. That's what I was talking about. I was talking about Symphony, which is a like a PC indie shoot 'em up that generates its stages based on your music. Oh, I there, love stuff like that. There should be a review up probably by the time this uh, people hear this. I would assume, oh, or shortly thereafter. I'll check that out. Maybe we could get them on the sub homes sometimes. That would be fun. Oh yeah, I need to know who's on this week. I, I think I just got confirmation as I was falling asleep last night that it's the developers of sound shapes on the PlayStation Vita at least one oh, of them hot. maybe two of them yeah i'm 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 uh, grateful for them they took a while to decide whether they would be on it i asked them 
last Friday, or I asked Nathan uh, Vila from Cappy Games to be on. I've been asking him for months, and he said maybe, and then I asked him if he wanted to talk about sound shapes, and then he got me in touch with those guys, but they were uh, hesitant to commit, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be on. 99% sure. So that's fun. I still haven't played it. I've uh, looked at it. I've heard it. I know Beck is on the soundtrack. I know that uh, Super Brothers, the artist who is largely responsible for sword and sorcery, did some of the art. I I know the creative minds behind it are are great, but I haven't actually played it yet. Have you guys played it? Are we reviewing that thing? You know what I'm talking about, Jim? Sound shapes. Sound shapes. Yep. Yep. We got a guy on it. Oh, good. That's the, the, the PSN um, platformer music-y deal. It's not Vita only, then. It's PSN, too? It's PS, it's on, you can get it, uh, play it on PS3 and PS Vita, yeah. Oh, I'll just buy it today, then. I, I haven't been keeping up. I've got to get Popeye EO, too. I want to play that thing, even though I heard that uh, it's not always fun, per se, but it's always interesting. Yeah, I have mixed things about Popeye and EO. Again, we got a, we got a review coming up for it. Um, I'm really interested in it. I've heard it's one of those games where there are moments where you've got to suffer through it in order mm. to get the story, which apparently is worth it. Um, but yeah, I've not played that one myself yet, but we've got a guy working on it. Should have a review up of that soon. Been playing um, Last Story, was what I was doing. Oh yeah, you reviewed that. Yeah. You didn't like it that much. It made me sad. You liked some of it. I liked... I, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just Sound, it sounded most like, of it I didn't like. I'll tell you how it sounded. It sounded like about a fifth of the time you liked it. Meh. Less than that, even? Dunno. <laughs> oh. It makes me sad. I know, um, you sound sad now. It's Sorry. awful, because it's like... Um, I, you get accused of, of wanting to hate it, when, as a big fan of Mistwalker, that was the opposite of what I, I wanted. There was a lot of people saying it was a big Nintendo anti-Nintendo conspiracy on my what? part. Um, on your part? On my part, yeah, just to um, get revenge on Nintendo for something. So I'll I'll bash what? something that Exceed is publishing. Um, I, I, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's upsetting because nothing... That was one of the saddest reviews I've ever done. Because mm. Lost Odyssey is, is my favourite... Japanese role-playing game of this generation. Um, mm-hmm. Love Mistwalker to death. And, yeah, it's 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 sad that I, I had to do that. But then, on top of it, to get accused of doing it on purpose and enjoying doing it, you know, it's like... It's like I've got a child, um, like a son or a daughter, and then I accidentally get it killed in a car crash. And then I get accused of murdering it. Um, so not only do you have the the great and what I went through with the last story is is exactly like this. Whoa! It's like losing a child and being accused of murdering it, and that's definitely I I think any any person who's been in that situation will agree with me that that that's exactly what I went and probably you agree that I went through it a bit worse than that. It, it does sound hard. Yeah. I think it's probably the worst thing that anyone's ever dealt with in their life. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to hold back the laughter, but I gave up. Um, well, on a more positive I, front, though, you, I was very happy to see you liked Dust and Elysian Tale. Love Dust and Elysian Tale. Now that's a game worth getting. 
Um, I, I, I honestly, I was concerned. I was really worried that you would not ultimately like that game. Is that the one with the little furry guys jumping around? Yeah, it's um kind of kind of Metroidvania-ish. Um, as Conrad points out, a bit more Odin Sphere in many ways. Yeah, it's a lot more like a Vanillaware game. But it, it, what's interesting about it is that Vanillaware games are really, really deep. Like they always have this like crafting stuff that you have to go and collect really rare items to put together, and then you're going to have to craft something out of that, and then so on and so on and so on. Um, this is, you know, the crafting is there, but you just get the items, they're readily available, and then they streamline everything in the process for you so much that it's like a vanillaware light. Mm. Yeah, very user-friendly, very easy to get into. Um, plenty of meat, though, if you want to, to get deeper into it. Um, the voice acting's phenomenal too. I thought for for especially for a project that's clearly uh, done by a small team, and but they got great talent to do it. It's it's well voiced. I was surprised. Yeah, for, for what it is, I mean, it's some of them I want to punch forever. Yeah, uh, but but the, but the the core cast seems yeah. to be pretty. Well, pretty the, solid. just the professional quality of it. I mean, they, it sounds like a pro deal. And this guy practically built the game on his own. It's... Isn't it about sexy dogs or something? <laughs> it's, why, it's... Why do people, every time, just because it's got an anthropomorphized animal, why do we have to pull in the furries? Can we just I'm just forget? wondering. I, I'm just asking. Um, Can we just I... forget that that aspect of the culture exists and allow them to have it? Well, it, I got it, accused it... of protesting too much when I mentioned... Uh, a guy was like, oh, you mentioned the furry thing a lot in that review. Are you... Something tells me you're trying to hide something. Um, it wasn't that. It was... I regret that I had to mention furries at all in the review. But I felt I had to because that's a thing that would get brought up. And I'd have to address it. Because I didn't want people just writing the game off as some furry wank fantasy. Um... Which is fine if, if someone wants a furry wank fantasy. I don't begrudge them. But some people, think, a lot of people do. They have this weird hatred of it. And I just wanted people to who might write this off. I understand that. But I, I just at the same time, I can't help but wonder about the people whose minds immediately leap to that. Like, that's what they go to, is that they think of furry fuckers when they see something like that. Mm. As opposed to Sounds just like being like... Formation. Oh, this is a, you know, okay, let's see what this is. It's just, you know, it's reaction formation is when people get really aggressive and angry and immediately jump to, like, hating anything that's actually what they secretly kind of love, or at least is like it. Uh, so it's probably that. I don't know, I just heard there were sexy dogs in it, and I wanted to know if that was true. Are there? Are there? What's it, what, what do they got in there? They're not even, they're not sexy. No, not they're particularly. Just, they're just man foxes and, and, and girl rabbits and things. It's oh, Like Star Fox kind of? Well, that's it. I think it was Kisuke Nanbu who generally hates me and I hate him. Um, but I think he oh, I think pointed he's a out... Woman, by the way. Woman. Um, whatever. Still hate her. Um, <laughs> he or she pointed out that, um, you know, these people going, oh, this furry fucker shit. Did they not like Star Fox? Or any of the many games where a furry animal is human-shaped. Because there are a lot mm, about Mickey many Mickey Mouse, many of which we, we call classics now. Um, mm. But the, the furry thing, I don't get the hate for it. It's like, actually, I do. I think 
when this whole furry thing, to me, the hatred of it, seems to be closet bigots who are ashamed enough of themselves that they mm-hmm. don't want to be seen having a go at black people or gay people, but they mm-hmm. still want the thrill and the fun of picking on someone in some sort of minority. Um, so they have furries to pick on because there's no furry pride march. There's no 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 social protection um, mm, for furries mm. um, the same way there is for, you know, other... Uh, minorities, other people, you know, of, of different sexual tastes or, or races. Um, whereas furries, they're on their own, and it's more culturally acceptable to pick on them. So what, the people that would be picking on gay people it? go after them. The mm, thing that I true. find so interesting about it is that I have never, ever, ever come across something furry-related that it didn't make sense that I wound up there through my own, you know, inattention or whatever. You know, it's not like somebody's foisting the furry lifestyle on anybody. They're largely minding their own business. And so I find that the people who have to be complaining about, oh, my God, all this furry crap, they're seeking it out so that they can complain. Mm. Like, well, that, uh, in way, to some degree, they are doing something that's putting it in their faces. Sure, like looking up Mario and Koopa blowjobs, and then they, what? What's all this furry furry garbage here. Why is Mario sucking on that turtle's tits? I hate this. Those bastards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got let them marry. Hmm? Let furries marry, please. Marry who? The 21st yeah. century. Come on, Jonathan Holmes. Come on, Jonathan Holmes. It's <laughs> marry about time you stopped. A doll? Like a sexy... Uh, you keep talking man? about traditional marriage, right? It's, no, no, it's I don't. Time. It's about time we put aside your infantile view of so-called biblical marriage, Jonathan, and let furries marry. Well, <laughs> I am all for... There's nothing more harmless than just being sexually attracted to a fictional character. You're not going to hurt anybody or do anything. I'm all for those guys. It's probably the best thing. It, it makes more sense. not like we need more people reproducing or anything. So if they just, you know, want to have sex with something that doesn't exist and they're happy with it, more power to them. It's like built-in birth control. I think if we all were sexually attracted to and just wanted things that don't exist, I think if everyone tried to start attaining things that don't exist, we'd all be happier. People wouldn't fight over land Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, land. (laughs) Or religion or religion. Yeah. yeah, it'd be like, oh, I, I want this this piece of ground for Palestine. When instead it could be, but you could have a flower that had mm. arms and legs and shook your hand in the morning. <laughs> and then Palestine would go after that instead. They'd never Everything get it, so they'd constantly yeah. be looking for it. You know, go to Israel as well and say to them, you know, you can have a hat with wings on it that will fly you to the moon, which you can breathe on and you eat the moon because it's made of green cheese. So we've got Israel looking for flying moon hats and Palestine looking for shaky handy flowers. I've solved the crisis. You're just so, well, you know, it kind of sounds like video games. If everyone was just trying to increase their trophy count instead of trying to increase their bank account. (laughs) Hey guys, come on. Yeah. Work on increasing their accomplishments, maybe? Yep, accomplishments and achievements. 
mm-hmm. instead of trying to uh, achieve world domination. Yeah, sure. how do you feel about that, Jonathan? The, about accomplishments the and achievements? Yeah. Well, accomplishments. Well, the uh, Nintendo. Oh yeah, there's rumor. Strongly yeah, that's the rumor. held it to be fact. Um, it's too bad. It's worse for me that they have to be around. I wish that whole thing would just fade out and burn out, but it probably won't. I don't know. I mean, I've always, I've just always viewed it as such a passive thing. Like, if I'm interested in a game enough that I'm curious to, you know, that what the developers might have set up as potential benchmarks of things that I could try and accomplish, sometimes I go after them. But by and large, I ignore achievements on my 360. I have the little notifications thing turned off, so I don't even get the jokes when they put them in. It's so uh, I, I find them largely benign. I don't see how it's worse. Yeah, it's not worse because they're optional, which is nice, but they make just the development philosophy worse a lot of the time. And I don't think this is a an original thought I'm having. I, I didn't steal it from anybody, but after I noticed that I felt this way about achievements, which I've largely ignored anyway, but I really... Ugh. After a while, the the culture behind it and reading article after article about people who go out, spend their time on games they don't even enjoy just to increase their gamer score and then sell the game back and get more games they don't like and just playing games to chase a imaginary idea of doing something important and uh, increasing their social status in whatever circles they're in online. Okay, or, or but how does that affect you? It just makes the world a worse place. Just like, <laughs> oh, people are making games and um, playing games. It's the same as when people are like, but oh, Jonathan, no, Jonathan uh-huh. let me ask you this. Yes, right? Jim. What is, what is worse in life? Right? No. Someone buying Naruto... For his Xbox 360, or King Kong for his Xbox mm-hmm. 360 to get all the chivos, right, and add mm-hmm. to his gamer score, or a man with two different spiders from two separate species in a glass box, poking them with a hot needle in an effort to get them to fuck. Ah, <laughs> uh, what is worse, Jonathan? Um, I don't know. I don't really see any... Neither of them are that bad. That's the thing. And I will admit right. this publicly right now. Right, I will keep right making now. spiders fuck then. <laughs> That's what I wanted to know. Sure. It was that or buy King Kong for the 360. <laughs> neither of them are that bad. You made I'm the little... right call there. You did, Jen. <laughs> Why did you... Where did you come up with that? Spiders? I didn't... Did the... What is spider sex um, even like? About, they... about three minutes ago, the word spider sex appeared in my head. And then I had to come up with an an effort to bring the concept to pod toys. And that's how this show gets made, folks. Well, speaking of the spiders, um, is it uh, someone's looking for people to make spiders to do an animation of this show? Oh, right. Thomas Trong. Thomas Trong. Mm -hmm. Yes. Neat guy. He's, uh, I don't know. Is is this the community um... thing he wanted us to talk about? Yeah, I think it is, which is why I brought that up. Yes, okay. Oh, very nice. You you say, Conrad, you sound more professional than it. Oh, God, dear Lord. Okay, well, uh, anyway, one of the uh, frequent you know, viewers, listeners, uh, contributors, one of our friends is putting together a uh, new animated series. He did a video earlier this year um, with uh, an exchange from Podtoid, all animated out, and he's going to make it a regular thing throughout the year. And so he's working on the first episode, and the first bit of it is going to be based on the Sp- Adventures of Spider-Man 
idea that uh, Jim cooked up for Holmes a few episodes back. And so he needs people from the community to create spiders using this template that he's designed that will then be used in the animation and it's going to be debuted at uh, our PAX Prime panel. So uh, if you go to Destructoid, yeah, it it sounds like a lot of fun. If you go to Destructoid, uh, the blogs, uh, his username on there is Cutie Honey. There's also a thing in the forums about it. Just go check out the Podtoid forums and uh, and you can find out how to get involved in that. He's got a template. It's real easy. Um, But it's going to be cool. I'm really excited about it. The template is based on the spiders from Rhythm Heaven Fever, I think. It's like one of my favorite games ever. Yeah, it looks it looks cool. Yeah, and, there's, yeah, and he's cool. documenting how he's doing the whole thing. It's really kind of interesting to to check out how he's putting it together. It, and for cool no, stuff. he's not. I don't think it's a profit deal for him. Uh, God bless him oh. if he makes money off it somehow. But he's uh, really just doing this because he likes this show so much. And the the prior episode he did that was uh, Jim talking about uh, I something divine divine cybermancy. Yes, my mistake. That's uh, that made us seem so much more funny than yeah. It, yes, it really did. It really yeah, did make you did. guys seem yeah. funny. He yeah. will be contribute. Yeah, um, you can see his thing at the Pax panel. Destructoids Pax panel. How to make? That- I forget what I called it, um, but it's on one of the dates. Uh, it's on Friday at twelve thirty, I think. Friday at twelve thirty in the Unicorn Theater, I think. Is it brave that they let us back in the same one? I thought they'd chuck yeah. us to a smaller one, one where we can do less property damage. Um, I yeah. Yeah. I should point out though that I'm uh, not going to PAX. Um, what? You're not going to be at the panel either, Jim? Uh, in person, I won't. I will still be um, very involved with it. Um, still organizing it, still, you know, going to make sure. I didn't want to just abandon it and tell everyone else you're on your own now. So I'm still make, getting it all, you know, set up. Um, I will be contributing to it. I'll have a, a video of what I was going to present anyway, which works better in video. So uh, that'll debut at the panel. And we'll have everyone else Conrad, Max, and Tara uh, from the Destructor Show will be there. Um, better than me. Uh, Dale <laughs> North will be around too, right? Hamza do- um, doesn't like presenting things uh, but he will be there uh, Chad Chad Conselmo of course uh, wow. Jordan DeVore a PC guy um, another we've got like 10,000 people registered That's for great. the panel um, it's going to be fun um, I won't be there in person but I will be there in some form like a, like a yeah, ghost just- Gaseous yeah, gaseous, um, <laughs> like ghastly, the Pokemans. Um, I was thinking Symphony of the Night, Card. You're kind of Card-ish, Jim. <clears throat> You've got like a debonair exterior, but uh, inside... Why was there never was a the gaseous hard... snake? Uh, a what now? Gaseous snake. We had liquid snake, we had solid snake, we never got gaseous snake. It's a Lydia's snake, which could be anything. Yeah, good point. Maybe that'll yeah. be next. I, I guess because five. I can't make it sound like even in stealthy. Well, it's hard to be stealthy when you're gaseous, isn't it? Well, I mean, even in even in a <laughs> even in a, a video game series where people have names like Vulcan Raven and Revolver Ocelot, um, Psycho Mantis, Psycho Mantis. I, I think even for Kojima, Gassy Snake is a <laughs> bit too far. Like even he would sit back and just go. No. Maybe, maybe eventually, you know, Solid Snake in his later years, he made the transition. 
<laughs> you're sitting oh, no. there in the grave, just <laughs> like, ugh. <laughs> oh, oh, that was cabbage. I don't know why he's English in this. Um, oh, yeah. he should be. So I won't be a PAX, um, but here's the thing. I've been thinking mm-hmm. about stuff, John- <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah. Because um, you're not going to PAX. I'm not either, no. I'm, I'm not going to PAX. People yeah. are missing out on us, and that is sad for them. I guess. And it's sad for yeah. me, and mm-hmm. it's sad for you. It is. I love PAX. It's my favorite event because I love the community and the great guys and gals video games. Mm. And I get to mingle with, with the people and go to Seattle, which is a great city. It is pretty nice, yeah. It's a lovely city. Mm-hmm. So I thought of something, Jonathan. Yeah. You and I uh-huh. should run our own convention. <laughs> oh no! Oh. You don't have I to would... worry too much. It will be in Boston. Okay. Don't they Go have? They on. have a PAX East, don't they? In Boston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll do, do it at the same weekend of them. Oh. In like okay. in a building across the street from theirs, so we can sponge off their audience. And people will be excited because your face, a big, I'll make it out of papo mache. It'll be about the size of a fully inflated hot air balloon. Just your face on a big stick, just revolving with laughter. Just. (laughs) 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 Like that, just spinning of your face with big bug, almost chameleon like eyes, just bugging up your skull. Just going, like going in two different directions and yes, just laughing. Definitely. Oh, it's a bald, fleshy man <laughs> yeah. laughing at you. No, people won't like that at all. What's that got to do with It'll look game? like a cross between Mr. Burns and a frog. Um, but <laughs> Is it horrible that I am already in my head figuring out how to construct a Jonathan Holmes paper mache head that rotates on a stick and laughs? I think that's None, fantastic oh, that you... practical. I think yeah. it can be done. I'm pretty sure we could do it on a low budget. Brilliant. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Paper mache, you know, yeah, yeah. easy to make, yeah. I really need to make a mold of your ass, Jonathan. Ugh. No more ass. No. Oh, I, and not, your head, but mostly your ass. <laughs> it's not that good of an ass. Don't worry, not Jonathan. Anything. Look, because yeah? I know that you have some problems with some of the, some of the schemes we come up with. On Podtoid, which but I've taken it into consideration, there's going to be very little ass involved in this idea, and in oh, fact, cool. there'll be a little bit of ass, but very little ass, and no death for you. Really confirmed? Or confirmed? Just, uh, confirmed? No kill. You will uh, assure that I survive. You will. Sur- you will not only survive this; you will mm. win this. Whoa! Because real. this. Because this convention, it's going to be called JonCon. No, it's not. Um... <laughs> yes, JonCon. It's going to be about you. Yeah. With me a, a little bit, um, but mostly but you. And a that's little not bit a me. terrible, terrible idea. I mean, you. Well, are... they're, they're going to want it to be about you when they see a big rotating you head. They'll be a bit disappointed if they point. They say, "Look, that is Jonathan Holmes's giant." bug-eyed chameleon head laughing at us imploring us to come to this convention oh wait there's nothing about Jonathan Holmes in this convention well I've been misled 
That's well, what I, people are going to say. No, they... Mm, I mean, it's not like people will see the giant paper mache laughing beige chameleon frogman and be like, oh, Jonathan Holmes. Yeah, they will. They'll be like, what is that terrifying giant <laughs> sculpture screaming at me? I guess I'll, out of morbid curiosity, go see what's going on inside there. They're not... And then they'll like, see leaflets mm-hmm. all over the floor with John yeah. Con written on it. I'll, no. I'll, I'm going to be printing leaflets with John Con and I'm just going to throw them on the floor. <laughs> so the people look down and they say, the streets are paved with John Con. And they go into really upset. They go into the Piltdown Man Convention Center or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and there'll be lots of Jonathan Holmes themed fun. What is there's no such thing? What does that even mean? Right, uh, action figures. <laughs> oh, that's not action oh. figures. I'm gonna get. I could probably like steal some. I'm gonna steal a load of WWE The Rock action figures and scribble out his name and put Jonathan Holmes on it. Well, we'll sell them. We'll sell them that. for fifty bucks. <laughs> no, fifty we'll, bucks. We'll just tell them you were in the WWE one time. I was. <laughs> there you go. So we'll sell them fifty bucks collectors action figures of Jonathan Holmes. Uh, Bouncy Castle. Bouncy Castle? Yeah. What does that have to do with me? Bouncy. Jim. I'm not as marketable as you may think. You, that uh, Most people think I am a sub-regular guy. Like, there's, you know, exceptional guys, and there's normal guys, and there's, like, a little Latex bit less masks. Normal. <sighs> Latex masks of your head. Um, I'm trying to think how we do that. I'm thinking latex uh, Freddy Krueger Halloween masks because he is bold. All right. We just uh, he is. we just soak those masks in coffee for, <laughs> a, for a couple of hours. He's he's charred. I mean, if I'm already getting the the mold of Jonathan's head to make the other things, I can make the masks with that at home. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll find some cheap materials that probably won't be poisonous. Okay. Okay, we'll do that then. Uh, Jonathan Holmes ties. What? Shirt ties. I'm- It'll be, red, it'll be a red tie with with a big J on it. Oh, this is making more and more uncomfortable than a lemonade stand. Oh. Lemonade stand, which what does that mean? <laughs> we'll get Hamza to operate a lemonade stand. What? But okay, but I'm not involved in that in any way. Holmes right? nuts. Holmes nuts. Get your hot Holmes nuts. Oh, Holmes nuts. nuts. Yes. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't, Jonathan? I'll, I'll run around with handfuls of nuts and I'll shove them in the kids' faces as I get a mouthful of Johnny's nuts. Uh, How about that? No, the don't spider, do that. The spider realm? The spider realm? Yep, yeah, it may sound like I'm just saying names and then desperately stalling to, for time to come up with ideas justifying the name, but that's not what's happening. The what's spider happening? realm... Yeah. It's, it's a row of glass tanks full of spiders and everyone gets given a hot needle and they poke at the spiders until they fuck. Is that how spiders get aroused? It's how they get threatened. <laughs> st- you stick that spider dick in that or I'll keep pooping. Wow. That's... So the, a hot needle is like a spider... Artificial like a little cattle prod. Hmm. It's a I little see. cattle prod. It's a fuck spiders. <laughs> First one to get um, 
successful spider sex completed to orgasm wins oh. plush Jonathan Holmes. Cuddly Johnny. run. <laughs> I think my self-loathing is what makes me hate this idea the most, because I don't even like looking in the mirror. The most, I, I can't stand watching any video I've ever been in. I'm mortified by that. I have come up with an idea that's, that will make you win. That will... In which you are the champion. And that's what will be your official job title. You will be the, 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 champ, the resident champion of John Gunn. And you've got a problem with this. Neither of them going to PAX. This is a, 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 a gaming expo. <laughs> it's a very flattering idea, Jim, and I I do appreciate it. You, DS. It's a good idea. Yes, you you DS. are Jonathan DS. Jonathan DS. Jonathan dual screen. Jonathan DS. Right? How's this for a how's this for an idea? Right? Yeah. You bring your DS to the show. Uh huh. Play it. <laughs> I do that at those shows all the time. Hey, I can't help it. Live the life of Jonathan Holmes. Play your DS at a convention. It'll be a role-playing experience. Live the uh, life. Street pass. Find I me. Mm-hmm. I love uh, those games. Yeah. Play thing. play Sonic the Hedgehog. Jonathan. I've got that for the 3DS. Sonic Generations Good reviewed it. it. 7.5. Yeah. There you go. So, and anyway, this is all leading up to the main event. Okay. This will happen actually once a day. It'll be a three-day thing: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, okay, yeah. It's gonna be good. Um, mm. At noon on each of the three days, right, is the special dance. <laughs> so at the, it's, at the mm. middle of the Piltdown Man Convention Center or whatever it's called, we yep, are going to oh. we are mm. going to make it up. So it looks like a charming village square. Mm-hmm. Like a fantasy one. Like like Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest. So oh, okay. Like in uh, Chrono Trigger when they had that fair in the beginning. It'll look... Yes! You see? Yes. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, I love that. We'll make it up so like the chrono. Be playing. Mm-hmm. Get the music playing. Everyone mm-hmm. will gather around. It's like, noon! It's dance time! Yay! All the kids will be there, all the mums and dads. They've all come to see you, Jonathan. They've all come for you and me mm. a little bit. And <laughs> as people clap and as the Chrono Trigger music plays, we'll come out dressed as court jesters, the finest mm. in the realm, yeah. and we'll dance. We'll do, we'll do um, jaunty jigs. Where, you know, hopping on a leg and lifting our feet and slapping our ankles, like that kind of dancing. We'll go, Kalu Kalei, we're here today. John Con is fun, so punch me on the bum. And then I'll jump round and stick my tush out, and you'll give me just a little punch on the butt. And then we'll sing it again, Kalu Kalei, we're here today. John Con is fun, and I'll punch you on the bum. And then you turn round and stick your tush out, and I'll give you a little boop on the butt. And people, I tell you what, Jonathan, people are going to go fucking mental when they see this. <laughs> really people are going to go so. out of their fucking minds. They're going to go, cr- they're going to go, right, shit be cereal cray. That's what they're going to say. 
babies will say that. Babies that have never spoken before will see this spectacle and they will say, to, they'll look up to their mothers and go, shit, be serial, cry. And and we're just still doing it, Kalu Kalei. We'll do it about ten times. Fuck, we'll do it for an hour. We'll just keep dancing and hitting our ankles and our thighs, shaking the bells on our hats, punching each other lightly on the bum. Um, and by the time the audience is at a fever pitch, when they when they think it can't get any better, that's when you kill the dog. <laughs> My dog? That you hate? Well, we can't do that three times, can we? It'll be that's a true. dog that I found. That's at that just, point <laughs> when we drag the dog out um, and you've got like a bit of a broken bottle. Um, that's when you um, finish the dog off. And by that point... I reckon some people in the audience are going to faint just with the the high octane energy of of what we've been doing. They're not going to faint because we just did something so terrible that they lose capacity to to function. They're going to faint because it's so good. <laughs> Clearly, killed it all. Clearly, all oh, my my stars and garters, and then just. Well, how else would you end a show like that? How else could We've already we've already brought it up to max temperature <laughs> by dressing as jesters and punching each other lightly on the ass to music, no less. Where do you go from there? Where do you go from there? It's one p.m. Killer dog, <laughs> and that that'll be the the tagline for the whole event. It's one p.m. So killer dog. Wow. Why not? Why not kill a dog? It's I, the message of the show. Not, dogs are nice. You don't want to kill anything. It, <laughs> it's a wow. You know, it's. I thought, not that I was getting tired of your ideas, Jim, but I, I thought that I had a sense of where they were going to go. I don't know anymore. Right? This is a whole new type of sad. I think I you're not thinking about this. Oh, I am. I um, am. I'm thinking about my name. And my paper mache head and my spider sex chamber and all the rest also being associated with me just killing a dog in front of... Oh, yeah, You're be... saying mothers and, and children will be there. No, it will be Podtoid fans. It'll be the very unique uh, Podtoid... Yeah, moms and children! Yeah, it's not moms and children. It's like <laughs> incredibly beautiful women and very strange men are our audience, from what I can tell. Um, so it'll be like six supermodels, like Jesse Lynn and Crystal White and stuff, and then some really weird guys and me killing a dog, and you just being like, Kalu Kalei. Oh, no. yeah. By that point, um, I won't be saying Kalu Kalei. I'll be, making, I'll be dancing around you, making voodoo noises. <laughs> While wow. you're on your knees, right? Um, <laughs> basically, stabbing a dog, going for its neck. I would advise. Wow. Try and sever an artery. We want this. We want this. We want the dog dead quick, um, so you can take your time with the gutting. If you're in the first three rows, bring oh, a poncho, so, so that you can. Because um, obviously, what once it's gone, then I'm in full-on voodoo mode, that's when you can start reading the entrails for signs. Wow. Wow. Um, that's what people are there for. They want to see you 
tell their futures with entrails, um, while I dance around with a stick with a skull on it, um, and my pants around my ankles, making voodoo noises, which I won't do now because out of context they might sound racist. I was picturing like umba 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 and you like that. It will be. I can do it, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay for you to do it, but not me. From a legal perspective, I think I should point out that you really want one clean blow to kill the dog because otherwise they may think that it's being tortured. Yeah, it might. might, You know, we'll get the ASPCA on our asses. So you may want to practice a few times at home. I've got some. I've got some training dogs. We will have this down. You'll be a seasoned pro. Why? Dude, you'll be you'll be Michael Vick by the time we're ready to launch the show. Um, But yeah, we don't want you torturing an animal because that would be cruel, Um, and we wouldn't be able to get away with it, with the, the law of Boston. By the time I've got my headdress on, uh, we will be able to argue religious freedom. <laughs> but but until that so. time, uh, we'll have to keep the, the practice dogs uh, secret. No, you, can, you can kill I'm a dog. I'm not talking about eating a dog, Jonathan. I didn't say I never it. said oh. you were going to be eating the dog, did I? Really? You, you want to Good. eat the dog? I never I said... Don't. I don't. I don't feel um, like eating chicken something. Uh, do you I want think to that's just dog? going too far, don't you? I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, do you want to eat the dog? No. I mean, it would, it would help no. us out. No! Oh, I like dogs! Uh, so and, and you, to, could you at least like pick up a bit of intestine and put it in your mouth and kind of chew on it and look at the audience and stick your tongue out while putting your arms out like a predator and just go... It's funny because when you talk for long enough, I start to lose my mind a little. <laughs> and it's like you uh, poison my mind. And I start to actually think, like, well, I can't talk him out of it, but maybe I can, like, start to. I'll just join him where he's at mentally. <laughs> Place. Be like, well, I guess we could euthanize a dog that was dying, maybe. In front of we got a pet order. That's one way you can kill a dog and not get in trouble. They would be healthy least, dogs. Oh. They've got to be because they give the best readings. <laughs> There's a dog licking my face right now. This dog wants to poop. I oh, I want that one to be the first. <laughs> I know you. trouble that dog causes this show. She's been quiet this week. I'm getting her quieter. She's pooped like, outside every day since Friday. I like the way you describe me, though. It makes me sound like the marker from Dead Space. Yeah, you do have, like... I'm um, the marker and you are my Isaac. Yeah, you're like the Slender Man, kind of. My mind gets, like, static. I'm, and... I'm not the Slender Man. Oh, I know where you are. The, yeah, the you're like the man. man. Oh, been come the urban legend. The fat fuck. Oh, shit, here comes the fat fuck. That'd be an awesome game. I'd play that game. The Singularity. <laughs> the Singularity? <laughs> That's too smart of a joke. I only sort of... I'm sorry, it. I'm sorry. You're I'm smart. Sorry. There's so much stuff I want to talk about this week. Are we almost out of time? How much time do we have? Oh, we've still got some time. Um, yeah. In fact, we've got plenty more time to talk about John Gone if you want. Oh! No. Uh, so okay. Toby sent us a new sex doll. Oh, yes. Fuck, I forgot to get back to him. I'm glad you got to him. 
I can try to do this one if you want. Should I? Okay, yes, I'll try to do it. It's uh, from the creators of the Britney one that just nice. made you hate your world and feel terrible. Oh, for just for the anyone who's listening for the first time, every now and then we find uh, sex dolls or other sex toys with funny summaries written on the box. Sort of funny. Well, they're not... They're kind of upsetting. But the way <laughs> yeah. Jonathan reads them uh, makes them funny because he's a very tired and... And sad man sometimes, and these make That's him sad. That's true. Uh, I will try to be funny, but no promises. So uh, this one, the last one from this uh, superstar series of uh, blow-up dolls was um, Britney Bitch. And this one's called Finally Miley, with three achy oh, love no. holes. Oh, dear. Eight, three achy love achy? holes. Achy? Yeah. Oh, wait, she had to go... Oh, wait, oh so they got to bring her father into this shit, too? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or her father is being um, uh, Cyrus Brooks or something. I can't remember. Billy Ray Cyrus. That's it. That's it. Uh, and, you know, she's actually quite attractive, the uh, Miley Cyrus lookalike. She seems uh, good-natured, smiling, showing a lot of cleavage for some reason, but uh, seems like she'd be a nice person. And on the back it says, What would Daddy say? First she's taking bong loads. Now she's taking ball loads. Meet, 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 then capitalized. Meet finally Miley, the smiley little stoner slut. I hate reading this. Who's young, dumb, and old enough to come. I hate the word come. (laughs) She's legal now, so and out to prove that daddy's little girl can hoe down and go down with the best of Hollywood horse. She's had years of practice speaking into the mic, and now she's ready for yours. Your mic, I guess. Just add air. I know. Just add air, and this teen queen pulled dancing princess comes of age right before your own eyes. Her three lonely love holes are aching for good old down-home dicking. I hate reading this. So, what are you waiting for? There's a party in her panties and everybody's coming. Coming? I hate that word. <laughs> this this was talks. not... You know what? This The person who wrote this, as opposed to the person who wrote the Britney one, this person mm. actually seems to like Miley Cyrus. True. Mm. He's, he's like, almost on her side. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I like the way it was written as if Billy Ray Cyrus told Miley she couldn't suck as much dick as him. It's, she's out to prove that Daddy's little girl can go down with the best of them, as if there was this argument they had where that Billy Ray was like, "You are not gonna suck those dicks," and she's like, "Oh, that so could explain Billy Ray's success. You know how he got that really <laughs> awful, repetitive song onto you know like major Billboard as opposed to just the car- country charts. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, it it's it's probably due to his dick sucking skills. Yeah. <laughs> So I can see where that challenge could be, you know, levied. It's going to be an amazing autobiography. One woman's journey to suck more dick than her dad. (laughs) That would be a hit. That would sell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, thank you, Toby, for that. Thank you. Uh, It's a thing I read. I really hated reading that one. It was was still pretty gross. I don't and just kind of sad. Just kind of sad. Yeah. Like the guy, just he's like, yeah, I'm not really trying anymore. It's no. like with the Britney one. Like, at least there was something to talk about. You know, the guy's 
clear hatred for Britney Spears and probably all women. Whereas this one, it is almost, it's almost like someone who was a fan of Miley Cyrus but had to do it to get paid was asked yeah. to do that one. And it's like, well, I really like Miley. I don't hate her like I hate Britney, but I've got to do this to pay rent. So, you know, I'll, tr- I'll try and be nice. Seems like a nice girl. Lonely love holes, though? Lonely love holes? What is that even... Does she sing a song about loneliness, or are they just projecting their own lonely feelings? What's a lonely she hole? She must have what done a song mean? with lonely in it somewhere. It was the same with the toxic one. They choose really bad... I bet she's got a song that where it would work better. For some reason, they love choosing really bad-sounding song titles to describe these aforementioned love holes. Achy love holes! <laughs> yeah, that makes I'm sense. not attracted to someone who's fuck me in my aching vagina. Yeah, my mouth really is yeah. sore and chafed. God, but my ass me. is old. <laughs> it feels so tired. Oh god, it's yawning around your dick. Yeah. Hardly turns me on. Mm-hmm. You know, I want young effervescent effervescent love holes. Sure, what a nice idea. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Make some noise. That's a song. That's a song that totally could have used. Noisy Make love holes. Yeah. Noisy love holes. <laughs> Get inside her old blue jeans. That would have been good. Yeah. yeah. I don't oh, understand. Man. You know, maybe yeah. we should do this. Like professionally. We should. We should we should pick a celebrity every week to degrade and humiliate. Well, that's not Let's exactly what I had in my... I, I was joking, by the way. I don't Let's want to... start with Robert Downey Jr. Oh, my God. It's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, start Let's with do him, that. Then. Three iron love holes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy hurt his ankle. Yeah, grab those him. ankles and get to work. Whoa. Wow, that was yeah, really you are neat. good at this, Holmes. Oh, that's, I learned it by watching you guys. I learned it from watching you! <laughs> I love that commercial a lot. Uh, there's other things. Did you guys want to talk about... Uh, I thought it was really interesting that the week started off with Michael Pactor saying that... Um, oh, God. Jokingly saying... What? What? Oh, you don't want God. To... <laughs> no, 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 no. Go on, go on. No, it's been interesting. Uh, he started off the week by jokingly giving a ribbing to Nintendo fanboys, as he called them, saying they'll buy anything... With a with uh, Nintendo written on the box, they just buy a cardboard box as long as it said Nintendo. And then, um, just I think today, one of the developers from Assassin's Creed said that Nintendo gets away with murder as long as they have Nintendo uh, Mario on the box. They can put out as many games as they want in that series. And then went on to say that Japanese developers in general get a pass because. Uh, people are racist towards Japanese developers. I'm like, let them off the hook for having bad stories in their games and named Bayonetta. And you wrote a great... I think his point was that they were condescending to him. You know, is that we were... we're, we're, Yeah, it's condescending of us to, you know, let their less than sensical uh, stories slide because, you know, oh, well, they're different. You know, it's just different over there. Huh. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's like it's like treating them as if they're children, and I don't think that that's what's going on. I think that sometimes the stuff doesn't come across culturally at all, as Jim put, and and the localization has to be a factor in that too. I mean, right. it's just too many ways that can go wrong. 
there were both instances, both Pactor and the uh, Assassin's Creed developer, was guys saying, well, I don't understand why people like this stuff, so they must just have some weird uh, illogical thinking, be it like blind fanboyism or just um, giving a pass to an entire country's worth of game developers, which I think is just uh, kind of goofy. I mean, I prefer, I like nonsensical stories more a lot of the time. It's more interesting to have a really weird storyline. Like Silent Hill doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's great that way. And if they toned it down and made it kind of more face value logical, I'd be less intrigued. Look at the popularity of anime. Now, Mm. most anime is nonsense. It is nonsense, but that's what makes it enjoyable. Dragon Ball Z is a nightmare of just colors but it's kind of compelling i say that with love you know there's a gloriousness to the ridiculousness of dragon ball z and some people like gibberish and it's it's not racist i mean that's that what got me was this guy saying you're being racist to japan by condescending them by telling them that their gibberish is good and to me it sounded just bitter that he's like, I don't understand why people like this stuff I don't like, so they must be condescending, just coming up with words but maybe he just doesn't get what's good about that well, stuff he sounded, same with Factor. he sounded yeah. condescending more than anyone, Hutchinson yeah. um, that is, I forget his first name, Andy Hutchinson or something, creative director yeah. of Assassin's Creed 3 um, mm. who, who said this, that there's subtle racism uh, going on in the industry with people pretending that Japanese games have good writing and that Bayonetta <laughs> Is, um, Isn't that kind of racist shit. to say towards Japanese Well, I thought it was. I think, yeah. I say, oh, how could you like those wacky-talking Japanese people? You must be patronizing them. <laughs> and ironically, I mean, yeah. this happens a lot. People who argue for someone. Um, I do it all the time. <laughs> I won't pretend That's I'm better. Um, yeah. You know, you argue and, for and someone and you fair. sound more patronizing than the people you're accusing of, of whatever ism you want to accuse them of. There are lots of things I can complain about Japanese plot lines. Like, the very few that I can understand what happened, I go back and look at it a little more closely, and it's pretty much just Journey to the West. It seems like they only have a few kind of, you know, things that they, they really work with that comes across to us. Uh, but that's that's what it is what it is. And, you know, to... I don't know. I don't think, I don't think the, the stories are necessarily bad all the time. Bayonetta's wasn't about its story. Yeah, at well, all, I, I don't think. think that's the, the, the key of it, Conrad, is that you know, uh, we have a idea about the priority of story in this country, but in Japan it's like there's stuff happening, it'll make you feel something, but if it makes any sense or follows any kind of logical narrative, that's not the same priority over there. If you watch Akira, the movie, which I love, narratively, it's just a bunch of stuff just happens in a row, and then a man turns into a giant bag of flesh with fingers sticking out of its cheeks, and then he explodes, and then it's over. It's great. And that one it's actually makes more sense from a plot perspective than most of the <laughs> animated yeah. films I see that come Well, to be honest, there. it makes more sense to me than Assassin's Creed does. With some of the convoluted what? shit that happens in that series. I, that was a thing a lot of distracted commenters were pointing out. It's like, a guy working on Assassin's Creed is saying, 
that the stories in Japanese games are gibberish, uh, which again might be part of the source of his bitterness here. Um, mm. But it's like, I think Westerners attack something like Gears of War more readily than they attack something from Japan isn't racism so much as familiarity breeding contempt. Um, sure. In the West, we know intimately a lot of tropes and cliches and stereotypes in Western entertainment. Um, so when something like Gears of War comes along, which, and I've got no problem with Gears of War's story. I, I enjoy it for what it is. It's a nice popcorn-munching bit of nonsense. Um but when it comes along, you see these muscle-bound meatheads with guns and glory and, you know, stick it to the man, yippee ki aren't we blessed to have American accents kind of thing. It's something we've seen so much, There's we're kind of... It kind of leaves us raw. It's like a, it's like a rash that's being rubbed. Um, well, it's whereas, boring. Seen it a million times. Whereas we've seen it a, a million lot of Japanese times. stuff you have not seen a million times. So, so you we can say the they're getting thing for dinner four nights out of the week. Yeah, really. um, and but some of what he says is correct because I have played enough Japanese games to recognize some of the tropes to where I'm getting sick of them just as much as I'm getting sick of Western ones. You know, um, I've had enough of the young boy hero who gets into a love triangle against. Uh, with a rival who goes all the time to show his sneering contempt. Um, you know, I, I, I recognize these and I'm getting tired of them. And obviously I've criticized the last story as I did. Um, although not so much for the story. It was actually their attempts to be new rather than old that, mm. that undercut that one. But Final Fantasy 13, obviously I've talked about a lot. Just the story in that, just the po-faced misery that's in so many Japanese RPGs, to the point where when there is a sad scene, you can't tell, because it's just as miserable as the happy scene. Um, that kind of stuff pisses me off. Uh, so, I, and, and I think a lot of people point it out. I think there is a lot of criticism of, of Japanese storytelling out there that this guy's not so paying much. attention to. And the Japanese are criticizing it themselves. That's why they made uh, Xenoblade the way they did. It was like, we're sorry take this swashbuckling, happy runaround world instead of all the frowning, um, half-naked love triangle. <laughs> Damn right. Boring. Yeah. And let's not, pretend, good. Let's not yeah. act like the Western press is giving free passes to Western games as well. Because well, doesn't Assassin's Creed get like rave reviews for most, almost every outlet? That's pretty so much. Guy, yeah, Heavy Rain, complaint? that's the one I pointed out. Like, I think Heavy Rain's story is... I mean, if you're going to use the word gibberish for anything, I would mm. point to everything David Cage does, and many consider him like some kind of leading light, some kind of saving grace to the industry. It's because of opinion degradation, where six months after a game comes out, everyone starts agreeing with me when I first reviewed it. Um, it's easy to forget that when Heavy Rain first came out, reviews outside of mine were calling that the best fucking story this industry's ever seen. There were oh, people sure. saying that of Heavy Rain. You know, calling David Cage a genius, saying it was so emotional, and, oh, you, you'd have to be a father to understand. <laughs> all this bullshit, all this effluent, ugh, going on and on about how great it was. And, you know, six months down the line, a lot of people agree now that it wasn't that great as a story. And the same comes yeah. with a lot of these art games that come out, like Dear Esther. Just a load of vague, barely coherent mumbo-jumbo. Um, 
presented in such a way as to obfuscate and, and trick us into thinking it's deep and emotional. And people fall for it, hook, line, and sinker. And we see this a lot. Fucking the path. Oh, Oh, no, this really... shit comes up, and and people give it a free pass, and it comes from Western developers. So, you know, I don't think it matters what country it comes from. People will give free passes to bullshit, but there'll be just as many people calling the bullshit out, and just as many people praising the good stuff that comes out, you know. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah, calling the press out on being racist for attacking Gears of War story, it was actually another developer who criticised Gears of War and called it the worst thing ever. No, it was Dead Space developer, Visceral right? guy, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. What else did he say that was stupid? Um, I did like visceral this guy. guy? This Hutch- no, Hutchinson guy, this, the oh, assassin yeah. guy. He's going to be the next Dennis Dyack, because um, people have been putting out all these other wacky shit he said. In that same interview, he called Assassin's Creed 3 a new IP. He said, he said we got Assassin's Creed 3, which is a new IP, and straight away the interviewer from CBG said, it's not. And the guy said, yeah, it is. If, if um, Irrational can win a Best IP award for Bioshock Infinite, then we can call out Assassin's Creed 3 a new IP when wow. it's the fifth game released this generation. Is it the fifth one? Oh, yeah, Brother- Brotherhood I can, I can see his point. I can see where new he's IP? coming from there. Yeah, because really? he was saying he was well, he was drawing the comparison to Irrational Games and saying, well, if they can, you know, get a new IP award for Bioshock Infinite. Now, I don't know who gave them that award, but if someone gave them a new IP award, then I would say Assassin's Creed could qualify for that as well. Well, that's very generous of you. I, I think that. Well, no, it's just that Bioshock's not a new IP. But communist Russia called Stalin a hero. That doesn't mean we get to. But, but Bioshock well, Infinite Well, I don't is, know. It depends on your... your, your I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> but I thought Bioshock Infinite was pretty different from... I should Bioshock. point out... Yeah, but yeah. I should point out Hutchinson wasn't trying to make a point about oh. Bioshock Infinite. He started by calling Assassin's Creed 3 a new IP, and only when he was called out on, on it did he scrabble for the... Right. I'm just saying fair do for the backpedal. Oh, it was a, it was a well-executed backpedal. Like you know, yeah. the Olympics just ended, and I know they don't offer medals for backpedaling, but I think <laughs> you can bronze with that. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Can you? Yeah. The fucking kid is playing Family Guy really loud in the background. Is you guys? Is it coming through? No, no, no. no. Sounds great. I've just oh, had no, it's dog. distracting me. Um, yeah. right, I will assume it's fine. If if the listener's got a problem with it, whatever. Um, what were you talking about? Oh, Hutchinson. I was going to talk about other stuff. Unless yeah, you guys want to but the point is that man's hilarious, and I have a feeling he's going to say lots of funny things as we go towards. And keep an eye on the guy. I'm thinking the next Molyneux slash Dyak slash the other one, Cage. I hope so. I hope so. We need more guys in the who are on the bigger side of the industry who are willing to talk because so often they just hide behind PR. See, and- you say that. What mm-hmm. I mean is, we need more wacky fucks saying stupid shit. <laughs> well, you know, uh, he may be a great guy and just said some stuff that one time that was silly. I've certainly done it. He's a uh, wacky we'll fuck. See. Yeah, so far so and good. bless him. And bless him for that. Bless his <laughs> condescending racist heart. Yeah, you know, as long as he's not physically punching anyone, I'm, I won't get mad at him. Sounds fine. What other stuff happened this week? 
Um, uh, a lot of stuff. Happened. Girlfriend mode. Girlfriend mode. Oh, happened. I don't want to talk about that. Okay, don't talk about that. Uh, hot stuff. I wrote a, a PSA about the Wii U console gamepad not being a tablet, and people got very angry about it. And I had some really interesting discussions on Twitter afterwards about it that uh, helped me to see uh, the bigger picture. I didn't realize that tablet had so many meanings. Some people were saying it's anything with a 6.2-inch screen. And then I showed them some stuff that's called a tablet that only has a 5-inch screen, and they said, oh, I changed my mind. Then some people said it's anything that's like a magazine-shaped thing with a touchscreen. I was like, oh, okay. So I guess just, you know, even a magazine, if it had a touchscreen in there, would be a tablet. I thought a tablet was something that has like a multi-touch control that the screen that takes up most of the device and doesn't have a bunch of other stuff. But but it's an ever-evolving thing that has ever-evolving definition. But at the same time, it's kind of like, I don't know, what do you guys think? I'm going to throw this one out there and I want to see what you think. Sound okay? Or am I losing you? Um, I actually could not give a a shit less as to whether or not people refer to the Wii U controller as a tablet. I think that is just such a pointless, useless argument. Who cares? Call it a tablet. Don't call it a tablet. Why is it relevant? What if they were to call the PS3 a personal computer? Well, what if we call the personal computer? (laughs) Here's the thing, though, Jonathan. Yes, Jim? Saints preserve me for getting into this. I, okay, Jim. I say okay. this with, you know, holding onto a rope so I can be pulled out of the portal. Well, it's, it's like, right. you know, certain ones What's of these discussions that we have, certain semantic conversations that we have, things like the casual versus hardcore conversation, or even the art game conversation, things like that, things that we uh-huh. shouldn't enter into because they're just not, but they, they serve a purpose. They serve a value. But I don't see the point of giving a crap why anyone calls something a tablet or not, because it's we're not going to functionally call these things tablets on the whole little thing. It's not going to come up in the conversation frequently. I'm actually going to call it a tablet a lot more. That's, oh, God. That was my encouragement. When I saw the article that Jonathan wrote last Sunday... Was it Sunday? Mm-hmm. It was Sunday. Uh, um, so. Yeah, I resolved to start calling it a tablet pretty much every day, even if I'm not talking about the Wii you at the time. Okay. Um, I'm that? just every, every day... At some point, I will just say out loud, the Wii U's tablet controller is a tablet controller. Huh, that's interesting to the art... It's uh, like the art game thing where you yeah, make a point yeah. to try to be, uh, yeah. show me that my ways are wrong mm. or something. I'm, I'm just a fucking dick. <laughs> uh, essentially. Yeah, I don't, think you're, I don't think you're right or wrong, necessarily. <laughs> I just can't fathom why you care this much. Uh, so here's the thing. I don't care that much. Here's the thing. You right? care enough that you've talked... All right, well, you've already talked about it for ten minutes more than I think it ever merited discussion. <laughs> well, I care more than you, certainly. But I don't... Oh, it's yes. not like I'm much, much protesting more. in the streets or something like that. I'm tablet computers. Tablet computers, mm-hmm. I would assume, are called tablet computers because they are shaped like tablets, i.e. stone tablets, i.e. small pill tablets. Small, uh-huh. flat, square-shaped blocks... Before you go on, I just want to... Conrad? I don't know why I'm getting the flack here. When it came to the art game thing, I just said, oh, don't call them art games. And then Jim's the one who made a whole show about it. No, 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 no. All I'm I'm saying... I'm not saying you're bad. I'm just saying the art game conversation I understood a purpose to. This just Uh, doesn't... Yeah, but Jonathan, here's the thing, right? Yeah? 
Yes. If a wolf, right, mm-hmm. eats a oh, village full of people. Yeah. Do you blame the wolf or the man with the keys who let it out of its cage? Uh, I don't blame the, the, the wolf. man. Let the wolf. You don't blame the wolf. I am the wolf. You are the cage I, man. I'd still shoot the wolf, not the cage man. I don't think because the wolf's the one who's going to eat me. The cage man's just a guy with some keys. So you, but so I, wait, no, so no, 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 no. We, we could still work with this analogy. Yes, the wolf would be shot, but you'd punish the uh, the 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 key holder much longer because you wouldn't want to kill them. That yeah. would be unreasonable. No, you want them to languish in torment for a long period of time behind bars, which is kind so of what I'm going to jail and Tim's <laughs> getting shot. Right. I, think what you're, I, I think what we're really getting to at the root of this conversation is that Jonathan Holmes might be prepared to shoot a wolf at John Kong. <laughs> well, if it's going to eat people, i got to save the people. That's all I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to save the people we can work from that. thinking that the Wii U controller is going to be what their idea of a tablet control yeah. is. Here's the thing. Not. Here's the thing, yep. right? Yeah. The uh, the Wii remote, right? The yes. thing attached to that isn't a real nunchuck. True. It's a nickname because it's right. kind of nunchuckish. Henceforth, right. the tablet controller for the Wii U is a nickname because it's kind of tabletish. In the same way, mm. the tablet. PCs aren't actually tablets because you don't put them in your mouth to stop a headache or you don't carve the Ten Commandments on them. Right. But because but it... they share properties with a tablet, uh-huh. they're called tablet PCs. And because right. the Wii U controller shares properties with these other tablets, be it tablet PC or the Ten Commandments like what Moses had, we call it a tablet controller. And people know it's not a tablet. It's just a fun colloquialism. It's a nickname. Ah. Uh, like, uh, it's you, a way for you to like, differentiate like between saying... two different types of controller. You know, instead of saying Wii U controller and Wii controller, you know, you can say, well, the remote or the tablet. Yeah, right. just the but same way that the, the, the Macho Man Ranty Savage isn't really a village people song. It's his nickname. <laughs> he shares properties with the village people's music library. But what if I had a four-door car? Right. Right. And I, my nickname for it was a, a, a 18-wheeler truck. And then you buy the four-door car that I just call 18-wheeler, you know? It's just a thing I call it. And then you get 18-wheeler. You're like, dumb enough up? to buy a car without looking at it first? Well, people That's are pretty dumb. That's a analogy. That's Think a about. No, it's a good one. Well, and we have lost. But we have lost to protect that. The thing is, that's that's that false advertising fraud. Right? Yeah. Yes, that's what the, calling the Wii U. Not really, no. because Nintendo's not selling it as a tablet. They aren't, but everyone they're calling else. it the fun gamepad. I don't right? give a damn what everyone, anyone else does. Other anyone people else? have called <laughs> if enough. If if the car buying community saw the four door car and said that looks so much like an 18-wheeler, that we're all going to start calling it an 18-wheeler, that would be fine. Otherwise, you're just a lone outlier who did this one stupid thing. Yeah, if one guy did it, he'd just be a moron. But if enough people agreed that, yep, that four-door sedan looks like an 18-wheeler, because of whatever reason, just like enough people saw the Wii U gamepad and thought, that looks enough like a tablet, we're going to colloquially 
colloquially called it a tablet controller. Collectively it's more as well. Than colloquially. It's not really it's not just colloquially though. Some people are saying, Oh, well they're gonna port iPad games to the Wii U because they're both tablets, so that'll work and like, no, it doesn't have any of I mean, they both have motion control, but uh multi touch screen versus single touch screen, totally different. Uh, capacity for input. Uh, maybe you guys haven't seen that stuff, but I've seen a lot of it. A lot of people just saying it is an iPad. It is a tablet controller like the iPad. And then people being like, oh, I will buy a Wii U then because it is an iPad. Well, and the I funny just, thing well, is... But no, it I is not that- an iPad. And if people are saying it's an iPad, they are fucking wrong. That's part of what but I that's was saying. Not, you know, this no, iPad buying an iPad, iPad is, not, is not analogous to tablet. But... Yeah, and I would blame Nintendo. I would put some of this on Nintendo's fault, like shoulders. Sure. There's no way they didn't design that to not try and capitalize on the iPad. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, it's called the GamePad. I mean, it's it's not that subtle. And I've been meaning to uh, actually ask Nintendo because if Nintendo says, "Oh, it's a tablet controller," then I'll take it all back. GamePad has been a, a used word for. I don't see why. why if Nintendo called it a GamePad control, if Nintendo called it a tablet controller. Uh-huh. You should do the opposite of take it back. Then you've got a case. Then you've what? got them on false advertising. Well, because I don't know. at the moment it's just a nickname, I don't know why this is a problem to you. Because a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm going to buy that thing because it's like iPad. So Let I said, them! Oh. Let them! The morons! Well, are people more than you then, I guess? That's the problem? And And if anything, the more people that buy it, the more... Publishers might be tricked into thinking they've got a future on the system, and we'll I get more games. People were tricked into thinking Connect was going to do a bunch of cool stuff it doesn't do, and that didn't People work were out. tricked so into thinking the Wii was going to do a bunch of cool stuff, too. That, too, see? So any sort of it telling people, hey, this thing isn't bad, but it's much more like it's 3DS bottom half than it is like an iPad. So just so you know... I don't really see I, why that was so bad. I, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing that I'm realizing. I, I made a, an interesting observation the other day about... Um, uh, I was on Twitter, and someone said something about the Fox, Na- Fox Nation Twitter account, like, seeming like it was going off the rails or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I went over and I looked at it, and it only had, it had less than 70,000 followers. Now, I mean, this is the Twitter account for, you know, Fox News's, like, community... And it numbers less than 70,000 people. That just says to me how little penetration our online conversations, what we consider the discourse that goes on around us every day, how insignificant it is in the larger scheme of things. So I think Mm. the amount of people who are, A, possibly going to be deceived by this kind of chatter Mm -hmm. is relatively low. And second, the people who are going to be affected are among the more tech-savvy and aware because they are connected and able to see these conversations occurring. So they are more likely to have a better chance of being informed consumers. And then when the big message goes out on the talk shows and so forth on the launch and all of that, they're not going to be calling it a tablet controller. If they are, they're going to be clarifying what that means for the consumer that's buying it there. I don't see this as a risk proposition. Okay, well, point taken. But I thought, well, hey, why not? This will be a good Sunday post. Just let people know. It's not really a tablet. Oh yeah, sure. No, nothing wrong with nothing wrong with making sure people know. But yeah, it's not. Yeah, we'll see. I hope so. A lot of the people who were talking to me about it afterwards, it was really interesting. At least to me, they were saying, "Well, you don't understand. If you don't read tech blogs like every day, like we do, 
then you don't even know what tablet means because the definition for tablet gets evolved by what tech tech blogs say about it every day. And now they're not calling um, five-inch screen tablets tablets. They're now called phablets, which is like a phone tablet. I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, they really? take no, really? that's what they're saying. That's what the they're, now they're tablets. Okay, now you, you know what? I'm not going to read tech blogs anymore. <laughs> but uh, it, it, you know, this was after I wrote the post, so it's not like I thought to myself, I "Oh, well, I write a bunch a blog, of blog gonna... wanting to make themselves feel important and tastemakers." Right. And I wasn't trying to mimic them by trying right, to no. what tablet was. But after I heard that, it made me realize what we write about could very well help define what these words mean. It's pretty interesting. I think it's interesting. I don't know. Are you guys bored? I'm sorry. Did I bore you? I feel like a jerk. Dude, you guys let me go off on a rant for, like, three minutes. So, whatever. It's not too bad, right? Is Jim bored? Jim's gone. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think Jim's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Listen to the, the, the fabulous chat. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. How's family guy? Stuff? Thanks for talking to me about the thing, guys. Huh? I enjoyed it. I, think I enjoyed it. I feel like you guys helped me understand my folly while still respecting my intent and my ideas. That's the best kind of way to get corrected by your friends. My, my penis isn't called Jonathan Holmes's fucking future. It's not really that, but I've got it tattooed on the end of it. So, nicknames. Nicknames. They make the world go round. Nicknames are cool, but nicknames can be uh, misleading. That's all I'm saying. But hey, maybe in the long run it'll just be, you know, slang. No probs. Should I do uh, questions? You guys like those? Yeah, yeah let's, let's do, do that. that. Is now the time? Now is the time. Untoted questions. I'm typing it on the Twitters. Man, I was sad when I was reading the word cum so many times. I felt like I was getting, like, I don't know, tickled. Are you one of those folks, do you hate it in its entirety? Or is it just when it's spelled C-U-M instead of C-O-M-E? Just C-U-M. Just C-U-M. Some people really hate that. Yeah, I do. It just makes me feel like I got touched, you know? It's like, oh, I don't want to be that close to you. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I typed it. Did I tweet it? I twatted, I think. Tweeted out. My internet's a little weird. Sorry about that, guys. Twat? Maybe I didn't twat it. Maybe I didn't twat it. Maybe you guys should twat it, too. Want to twat it out? No? No. I'm, 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 I'm looking. Yeah, you tweet her. Tweet maybe maybe I don't follow you. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I'm fairly certain I do. <laughs> you never know. It unfollows you automatically sometimes. People have been asking me questions all week, actually. They were sad that the show was uh, late this week. I should apologize to everybody. That was my fault. Uh, day job got bad. There were some hold downs and some talk out of stabs don't stab some of those hey there's the tweet yeah you got it we might not be able to do questions this week because no one's responding to me guys sorry weird because i tweeted the other day that potoid wasn't recording and usually i get a lot of complaints but no one responded oh i saw no one watches the show anymore there's still, I get the viewer count. It's still good. Yeah. Maybe Twitter's blocked it because 
with some no, horrible... I, uh, there were some, uh, I saw some posts from people that were very disappointed on Twitters. Yeah. Doing it. Well, alright, there's some, there's a couple of questions happened. Yeah, like, where the uh-huh. fuck is Pottoid, you anal miscreant? <laughs> uh, when Jackson Pottoid coming asks. up, had to listen to Humble Anal Caretaker. Sorry, go ahead. That's okay. Humble anal caretaker? What'd you say? Anyway, we'll get back to that later. Jackson Nothing Hadley asks, <laughs> will Jim be playing Guild Wars 2 next week? What's a Guild Wars? Is that a MMO? Yeah, that's that new MMO from... Um, oh, oh, God. I'm so embarrassed I can't remember the name of the company now. Um, but yeah, Guild Wars 2. It's it's really good. I've been, I played in the beta a couple of times and, and really enjoyed myself. Huh. Are you going to play it, Jim? Um, I might give it a go. My father-in-law actually is a huge Guild Wars fan, uh, very much into the original. Um, a lot of people hold it up as sort of the example of what an MMO should be. Um, yeah, I might, I might look into it. I feel out of my depth because it's not an IP I've ever really explored. But if I get the opportunity, surprisingly welcoming. Um, it's you know, it didn't feel like there's some established lore in there, but it if you're just along for the ride, I think I think it'll be fine. It seems like it oh. introduces elements fairly quickly. Cool. Yeah, I'll give it a go, like then. Yeah, I liked thing. it. I liked I'm both of the beta weekends I played. I'm sad about Sorry. MMOs, though. You know? Dragon Quest X is an MMO, and nobody bought it in Japan. Normally, they sell like 2 million in their first week. They sold like 400,000. I feel like trying to MMO is going to hurt guys. I don't want to see guys get hurt, you know? I'll level. I'm not, you know, particularly uh, a fan of the genre by and large. I don't usually have the kind of time investment available to make that enjoyable uh, for me, and so I just don't. I don't play them as a rule. I mean, I, I used to play pen and paper tabletop role playing games, and that's a very, you know, that's also a very time intensive thing. In that, you know, you have to spend six hours maybe doing the game, but if you're running that campaign or whatever, I mean, that could be a week of preparation, you know, a couple of hours a night to lead up to it, and so on and so forth. So, um, and I used to do that kind of investment. I get what it's like to have that kind of investment into a character and creating a life and and, and that sort of thing, and I just can't bring myself to do it. And uh, I, think, I think that more and more people who were interested in doing these things uh, have grown up and gotten jobs and have less time and have to make priority decisions and I sure. think the market is shrinking you know because it's aging and the generation who's young enough to enjoy it they just plug into the ones that are already really big because that's where all the players are so well and new there's MMO. free to play for those people you know the new generation is coming up on free to play because they don't have to pay for it and they don't right. have income to spend on these subscription based games that may or may not be better I'm sorry about that van backing up right outside my window I enjoy it it gives me a sense yeah. of place I'm really imagining um, you near a truck yeah, I'm very near a truck. It's very, very near me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do but, another question. Oh, unless you want to say more. No, no, I, I think that's that's really yeah. yeah I think, I think, I'm, I think well, I think the MMO market is is something that we're going to see less and less of, and I think the dependence on that's going to decrease. We're never going to become disconnected, but uh, I think social play, asynchronous play, those are really long term what we're going to be seeing. You're so last. smart. Yeah, what's your talk? You're smart. Uh, Levitt Zero, he asked this twice, so I really have to 
ask you guys. Could Rocky beat Batman if he had five or six training montages to prepare? Anybody could beat Batman in Dark Knight Rises because he's just a frail, lame man. I could beat Batman in Dark Knight Rises. Rocky definitely could. Anybody could. It's just a joke. That movie. Oh, what do they turn Batman into? What a frail, boring dude. Anyway, what do you guys think? Have you seen the music video for Batman Maybe? It's the parody of Call Me Maybe, but with Dark Knight Rises, and it's Blake talking to Bruce Wayne in the East Wing, you know, that that scene, except he's doing it as, oh, though he were Carly Rae Jepsen. I'll, I'll watch that. Oh Sounds my good. god, it, it's, it's absolutely fucking amazing, and I'm grateful for the existence of the Dark Knight Rises, if for no other reason, because that video now exists. Any Bane in there? You know, I love Bane. Yeah, there's a little Bane, little Bane in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's right. a little bit of everything in that film that winds up in that video. Sounds it's better really than the movie. that film. It, it is. I think. I'll watch it. Jim, your thoughts? None. No. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Thanks, Jim. Um, people are just telling us to get old members of of Pod Toyed on an episode, which would be fun to do. I think we should do more guests again. That could be good. Uh, do we do we have opinions about who we'd like to see in PlayStation All Stars? Shadow Boy Tyler asks and and lets us know that he really wants to see Robert from Jumping Flash in the game, so that could be good. Any any Sony characters you're really hoping get in there? No, I, I think they I, have them in there pretty much. Like anyone that I would think of that I actually care that's actually a Sony character. I think they're in there. I um, I didn't catch the latest reveals because I was busy doing other stuff, Gamescom related. Um, have they put Daniel Fortescue in it yet? I don't think so. That's my guy then. Who's Daniel Fortescue? The main character from Medieval. Oh yeah, oh, I did like him. He yeah. was a yeah, he was a good mascot attempt. I think he was um he was rumored to be in All Stars, but I think he's so. Mind you, I was going to say he's he's kind of irrelevant, but he's actually been more recent than Parappa the Rapper, so I guess there's yeah. a chance. I would like it. They I should talk know. to Koei, get Gitaru Man in there as well. Oh, yeah. That would be good. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Maximo appear. That's Capcom, but pretty... Yep. Yeah, Sony- well, that's what I'm oh, saying. If, they, you know, if, you, if you want to branch out to things that were only on Sony platforms and talk to third parties, that would be interesting. But in terms of what Sony's got on offer, it's in there. I don't know about that. I'm sad that there's no Loco Roco, being a Loco Roco fan. I'm sad there's no Patapon. I love the Patapons. Don't you? And what about, uh, like he mentioned, uh, uh, Robbit, Jumping Flash? Crash Bandicoot was very uh, closely associated with the PlayStation 1 brand. I didn't even like the games that much, but it would just feel right for him to be in there. I think there's a lot of stuff in there. Screw Bandicoot. Who? Cortex. Cortex? Yeah, or side characters like that. I'd like to see uh, PJ Barry. Our own Dale North loves PJ Barry from Parappa the Rapper. It'd be great to see him there. There's a lot of uh, mascots that I feel like they've just forgotten about or ignored in favor of characters that they think are going to appeal to the PlayStation 3 brand, I guess, but a PlayStation 3 brand style gamer, if there is such a thing, someone who loves Uncharted and God of War and stuff like that, isn't all for a 2D mascot-based fighting game anyway, so I wish they'd work a little harder to get the more cartoony icons in there. And Shadow of the Colossus. Is there any Shadow of the Colossus characters in there? Ico? 
I feel like they're just forgetting all the Japanese characters except for um, for Parappa. Yeah. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that. Not excited about that game right now. Just mildly interested. Yeah, <laughs> that's the other thing. I'm not that interested in that yeah, game. Yeah, so that doesn't help either. Yeah. Um, Douchey and or designed for the common denominator for of consumers? That's something just a guy said. <laughs> okay, sure. That too. Uh, I'll try to do one more question. Are Nintendo trying to falsely prove that digital distribution doesn't work by releasing New Super Mario Bros. 2 for way too much on the eStore? Asks Gender Truckery. What a cool name that is. Um, I think that they are, are viewing that... Uh, they, I think that they would happily view that as a beneficial side effect. It's a win-win situation for them by pricing it this way. They, If it's successful then the market's totally open for them. They're well aware of that. It's proven, and they've proven that people will pay anything to buy Nintendo products. And if it doesn't work, then you say, well, online distribution is just not working. So we're going to back away from it. It's just not time yet. People aren't ready. Hmm. So you think they've thought it... I, I don't ever... I just don't think they think it through that much. I think they're like, oh... Yeah, just put it on the store for that price, and then whatever, just move yeah, on. Yeah, I don't think you're giving them enough credit. I think they're very, very smart. I know so many like rich, high-powered people, and they're really dumb, and they don't think things through because they're so powerful. They, You know, the Michael Jackson effect where everyone just yeses you, and you just make all these big decisions and run your empire, and everyone's like, oh, great idea, and no one uh, bothers to tell them that they're screwing everything up because they're too powerful to mess with. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what's happening. Awata's just like, oh, yeah, full price is fine, and no one says anything. I do uh, think that they are um, making a mistake. Uh, you know, I think that Valve has demonstrated that with aggressive pricing and uh, event-oriented promotions, that's that that is the direction digital distribution becomes highly profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're just recoiling. I think they're comfortable doing the business that they're doing now, and they don't want to spend the money that's necessary to really push online. And they don't, you know. And by and large, I mean, look at how many Wii's are connected. They not buy. They haven't. They haven't needed to. Um, yeah. The 3DS They're, market needs probably they you know more love, but well, I think it's 70% connection on 3DS if I if I remember correctly. Yeah, exactly. But it's you know it's it, it's in a much better position, and so it might work there. But I, I think they still aren't excited. Mm, yeah, they don't really want it. They're just doing it because that it, it's a thing to do. Uh, so people know the stats I've read anyway. In Japan, New Super Mario Bros. 2, 5% of all sales are from download. And the other game that was released digitally as well as at retail was Onitori, which is the new brain training game. Except the Japanese professor is now just a demon. I don't know how they're going to bring that out in this country, because he's just got devil horns and he just hates you. That won't go over well here. But anyway, that had 20% uh, digital sales, so much higher. Maybe it depends on the kind of game, too. We'll see. So those are the questions, and Jim Sterling just left the questions. It's sad. People want him on the show all the time. I know I'm going to get... I'm sorry. It's... Yeah. I made you go away, and people gone to No, no, no. It's, um... Yeah. Sometimes, because I have to keep tabs on other things, sometimes it creeps into the show. It's unprofessional on my part. I apologize. That's okay. Such is the life of the most hated man on the internet. (laughs) 
<laughs> I am covered in dog cuts and scars because this whole time there's just been a puppy hanging off my hands just biting the crap out of me because I was supposed to walk him about 45 minutes ago. So I can relate, Jim. You're doing well. You're great. You guys are all great. Oh, you're really great, right, so... Yeah, you know, I don't do this for the money or the fame. I do it because I just like you guys. Like if Jim said, oh, Podtoid's going to get 100,000 more listeners, but I have to quit the show and it's going to be Shia LaBeouf, I'd be like, I'm out. I'd just quit immediately. Not that Shia is a terrible guy or anything, but uh, I wouldn't. it wouldn't be worth my time. That's a fact. He's, a, he, he's an unproven entity in the podcasting field. Shia? Yeah. Shia, prove yourself before you come on Podtoid. <laughs> I wonder if he, uh, yeah. I wonder if he'd do it. You never know what people are going to do. I still think we're going to get Defoe on the show at some point. Like, if we do the show for 20 years and he's like 80 <laughs> and retired and sad and just gets a phone call one day and, hey, these guys just want you to pretend to be a dragon on their podcast, <laughs> you'd do it. I think that's what I think that's what the show's about, really, is waiting until Willem Dafoe is weak enough to where we can get him on, and then I'm happy. I'm happy to close the show and that's never the record last episode. again. That's yeah, it. yeah. I just that's... want an hour of Willem Dafoe going, "I'm a dragon. Rah, I'm also the Russian Putin man." <laughs> All right, let's close it up. I'm gonna. Uh... Pimp my show. Oh, pimp and cum. They're both the worst. <laughs> oh, I never want to say either one of them ever again. Imagine a pimp coming over <laughs> your face. On- <laughs> Better give me my money. <laughs> and it's Conrad the whole time. Oh, it's obviously Conrad dressed up like yeah. a pimp. Yeah. The whole time. Uh, Conrad and I have a show. It's called Sub Holmes. It's a live stream talk show with video game developers and video game industry people. We're going to have a frag doll on at some point. Isn't that weird? can't believe that's going to happen. That's probably going to be October, cool. I think. But yeah, yeah, it'll be really interesting to hear the side of culture that they've seen, the video game culture, I mean, and uh, what they think, why they want to do it. But anyway, that's not this week. This week, we have some of the developers for the PSN game Sound Shapes, which I'm going to buy tonight and play. It's a really interesting sound, arts, fun game with Beck involvement and Weirdo involvement. That show's on Sunday at 1pm Pacific Standard Time, 4pm Eastern Standard Time, and it's live on Destructoid and on Twitch TV slash Destructoid. It's also a podcast that you can download on iTunes. Last week we had Mike Bithel, the creator of Thomas Was Alone, the game that in part inspired Jim Sterling to do that great episode of the Jim Position about art games. We talked about you, Jim. He was really embarrassed and flattered that you uh, bothered to think about him in any way, even he, once. Yeah, he mentioned that. It was it was yeah. odd. It was the same with the the Dust guys. They seemed to really freak out that I was playing just playing their game. They didn't even know what I thought of it yet. They seemed to freak out that I was playing it, which is odd because. You know, they actually did something with their life, and I am fat, <laughs> so it doesn't work. But pretty cool. He talked a lot about British humility, and you definitely have that too. So yeah, that episode with Mike was great. That's on the iTunes. Uh, sup, comma Holmes? Question mark is how you look it up on iTunes. There's a whole bunch of episodes on there. It's going pretty good, I think. Check them out. Tell me if you like them. Check them out, you idiots. <laughs> I think that's all I'm doing. What are you doing, Conrad? 
Uh, I'm going to do a final editing pass on the symphony review right after this, and so that'll probably be up on the site uh, maybe early tomorrow, so right after this comes out. And uh, uh, I'm working on a couple previews that I can't talk... Oh, uh, Saturday Morning Hangover. Um, I'll be hanging out with Jordan DeVore. We'll be playing the latest Xbox Live Indie demos. Uh, That's uh, Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern on Detroit.tv. So that's where you can catch me next. Check that out, motherfuckers. <laughs> How about you, Jim? What do you do? <laughs> what I do? Um, what have I done? Uh, reviews happened. Um, I'll pimp oh. Alistair's as well. Alistair Pintoff kicked off a pretty heavy review week and a very heavy Gamescom week. Um, he reviewed Sleeping Dogs, um, which I'm also I've been playing this week. It's a, it's a fine little game. But Sleeping Dogs, he gave it a 9. And check his review out. Um, I also reviewed Darksiders 2. I gave that a nine. Really like that. Yeah, um, also, I that. Yeah. Oh, it's good. <laughs> Enjoy it. Um, I also reviewed Last Story, as we spoke about earlier. Um, it was a sad review. It makes me sad. Um, but you can you can check out what I thought of that. Um, wasn't I'm buying that, actually. Fond. Well, I, I hope you enjoy it. it. I'm, I'm envious of the people that can enjoy it. You know, I, I I won't call them idiots. I won't be angry at them for liking it. I am I am sad for myself, and and I am happy that they will enjoy it. I said in the review, I'm glad it came out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad it's here. I'd rather have a bad game on a shelf than no game on a shelf. You know. And it had some good parts for you. I played the Japanese games. version a lot, not that far because I didn't want to spoil too much. And uh, yeah, I had a good time. Well, we'll see what I think. Best yeah. of luck with it. Thank you, Jim. But there's that. Um, also, at the time of recording, just 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 as we started recording, I um, had published a new, blatantly better article on Destructoid. Um, this is it's called "How Xbox Live Is Blatantly Better Than PlayStation Network" or PSN. Um, most people got the the point of it. Some people didn't. Um, it's a fun article. It's a joke article. There's a thing between total seriousness and trolling called jokes. People, it, it upsets me because they either think you're being stony serious or you're trolling for some ulterior motive. It's like, no, sometimes people just tell jokes for laughs. Um, and and please, what- if you read it, let me, I'm going to interject. Because if you think it's funny, well, you just comment and say, oh, that was funny. Because sadly, it's just the people who take it deadly serious or think you're trolling that comment a lot of the time. So be be vocal, people. Just know that you think we're not that bad Actually, I, for change. I, to be fair, a lot of comments were very nice. A lot of okay. comments got with it. Um, it's happened a lot. In the old days, there was a lot of people arguing and shouting. Destructors mellowed out a lot. In many ways. Mm, even the last story, true. even the comments on that were most people were reasonable and nice, even the people that disagreed. Which was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. That was, that's what that's I want. Point, yeah. That's what I wish would happen all the time. Maybe then, after five years, I wouldn't get migraines every weekend. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it's awesome. You know, fair enough. Um, I'm really glad that people are mellowing a bit. Maybe it's the end of console thing. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. you know, the new cycle begins and the shit hits the fan again. But for now, people are being cool. Even N4G had uh, oh, obviously responded to the blatantly better article. And even N4G, some of them got the joke. Good That's for them. Gold star. I, 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 I don't read that one. Uh, <laughs> no, no offense yeah. to them. Uh, it's just 
they I don't need to read Reddit because I know what they think of me, uh, yeah. and that's fine. And you know, I just I don't need to see it again because it's always you know it's the same stuff being said. So that's cool. Uh, otherwise, what else do I do? Jimquisition is on EscapistMagazine.com. Uh, this week I talked about Old Man Mario. Um, he's an old man. Old man sure. Mario. That's what almost I thirty about. years, right? He's been dirty, dirty old man. <laughs> Like Aqualung. <laughs> hey, Aqualung! That is what I say to Mario. Uh, that's it. Fuck. That is it. Um, I forgot I did that review. Is it worth telling people about? Oh, if you yeah, if you want people to read it. Uh, you reviewed Rhythm uh, Thief. I did. They don't have to read it. <laughs> they can if they want. I'm I surprised. I thought, I thought more people would be talking about that one. It was, it was a very anticipated game. Oh, they made, point. like, three of them. It, it, it was hard to get. I mean, I got the review copy eventually, but I bought it, and there was two in the store, and it's a weird game. Yeah, the, if you love Dreamcast feeling, you should buy it anyway. But some of the rhythm games... It's, a, it's an interesting look at a failed attempt at a fantastic rhythm game. Some of them are good, but too many of them are too easy or hard in all the wrong ways. There's very few... Right in the middle. Strangely enough, the Samba de Amigo games are awesome in Rhythm Thief. I can just play those over and over again. They they nailed those, but many of them are just either oh, that was too easy, I'm done, or like this is annoyingly hard in all the wrong ways. But play it anyway. It's good. Samba de Amigo. Yeah. Yeah. Those felt are good. like making it sound grand. You did it. We did it, guys. We've done it for another week. Hey. Um. A little later than usual, but that's okay. Um, still listen to it. You can. I don't know why I'm telling them that now. <laughs> One would hope they've already listened to it after two hours. Um, but whatever. Whatever. It's a free country. Uh, you can... I don't even know why I said that. You can download this. <laughs> <laughs> Where can you download this? Oh, uh, yeah. Podcast. You could, if you wanted to... I mean, you've already downloaded it, but if you wanted to review us on iTunes, you could. That's always good. Um, if you love this show so much you want to give us money for no good reason, you can buy the Android app on the Amazon store. Don't get it anywhere else because I don't understand anything to do with it anywhere else. Wouldn't trust it. But get it off Amazon. That's two bucks, and you'll get it on your phone. Wow. And that's it. Fuck, you can catch us all throughout the rest of the week on Destructoid.com, really. And we will see you next week. Well, we'll see you at the normal time next week. So it'll probably be a couple of days. Aren't you a lucky little fuck? Goodbye. (laughs) Good one.